This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listening to Transform Squadron, a podcast production of ZoneBase.org. ZoneBase is a site about robots, monsters, and misadventure. If you wonder what I'm talking about, go check it out. www.zonebase.org. My name is Rob, and Merry Christmas! It's December 12th at 9:20 a.m. as I'm recording this right now. I hope you get to listen to this before Christmas, but if not, I hope you had a great Christmas. Well, here at Zone Base Headquarters, I'm doing all I can to have a good Christmas. It's a stressful time of year, no doubt. You know, you, you got all your stuff with life as is, and then you throw on shopping and getting everything ready for the big day. You know, it just kind of adds a whole lot to it. Then you got all the things going on with inflation and all that, just not making it any easier. But at the end of the day... You get through the you get through the month and on Christmas morning you have a nice day. You have a great time and it's just it's awesome, you know. And it's like this big blow off, like ah, I went through war. Here, I got you a toaster. You know, it, it just kind of is what it is. But I love Christmas. I know I'm much more known for enjoying another holiday for like half of the year in a row. But that does not mean I don't enjoy Christmas. Now, since this is the December episode of Transform Squadron, I'll be talking about some Christmas stuff. But before I get to that, let me talk to talk to you guys a little bit about some recent things going on. Some recent things in the world of Transformers specifically. The Rise of the Beast trailer uh, came out on the internet a week or two ago. Was it a week ago? I don't know. And with it, a lot of excitement. This looks like a lot of fun. This new movie hopefully will be in the vein of the Bumblebee movie and an overall pleasant experience, while the Michael Bay ones were pretty hit or miss. You either loved them or you didn't. You know, with the Bumblebee movie, most people seem to really like it. You know, there's a few out there that didn't, but that's just the nature of things. 
I really liked Bumblebee, so I've, I'm really excited going into this one. And of course, I'm a huge Beast Wars fan, so seeing the Maximals and, and company uh, incorporated into this is exciting for me. Yeah, it's not the same. This is not a re this is not Beast Wars the movie. You know, that's one thing about the Transformers movies that's always kind of stuck out. Uh, this is not, G they're not G1 the movie. They are the Transformers brand the movie. Beast Wars is part of the Transformers brand. This is not a movie production of the Beast Wars cartoon. This is Transformers product movie. So with that in mind, we're going into this seeing Transformer characters we already know and love on the big screen. And after that, I'm, that, that's all I'm expecting going in. And that's part of why I haven't been poopy britches about any of these movies. Because I know going in, I'm seeing a feature-length movie with more money than I'll ever have in my life put into producing it to sell me action figures. Yeah, I know going in that I'm not about to watch some Oscar-winning production. And I'm glad of it, because most Oscar-winning productions I don't watch anyway. But going into this movie, uh, what I'm expecting is a good time. That's it. And I hope to have that. It looks fun from the trailer. Of course, that's the purpose of a trailer, is to sell you on the movie. It's not like it's gonna they're going to make a trailer and say, All right, this summer, going to suck. You know, they're not going to sell you that. But... From what I've seen, it looks great. You know, the Beast Wars characters, um, in addition to the, you know, traditional characters you always see in this movie, of course, Bumblebee and Optimus, and, you know, looks like RC and the van is Wheeljack, which kind of takes a lot of us by side here because in Bumblebee's movie, Wheeljack was definitely Wheeljack as he's traditionally depicted, but he's got a bit of a update for this movie. You know, we got Mirage looking great. You know, a lot of people are like, how come Mirage isn't jazz? Well, cause he just isn't, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's not, we can't go into these things expecting a one for one reproduction of what's come before. And I'm just saying this guys to basically maybe help you guys understand Going into this, we can't we can't expect this. I mean, this is how how many Transformers movies is this at this point? Um, seven. None of them have been a recreation of really anything before. You know, they they're all they're all their own kind of thing. While Bumblebee was definitely a more traditional Transformers production, Rise of the Beast is certainly a bigger budget affair. Seemingly a little more on par with the Michael Bay movies, though hopefully, hopefully a little bit better. Hopefully a better movie. Um, you know, I'll, as long as I can come out of it happy, I'm that's good. As long as I'm not like, I beat on somebody, you know. Um, and we all laughed when that happened anyway, so I don't know who we're fooling with that. It wasn't until later we're like, uh, okay, okay, maybe, <laughs> you know, but. That's, that's, I, I want to, I hopefully will have a good story, a good enough story to get me from 
the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie without a giant, without too many giant plot holes. I, I hope the movie carries me. You know, a lot of movies these days, uh, a, compl a complaint I have a lot, and I don't know if I don't know if it's just me getting older. It, it possibly is, or if it just maybe me noticing this but a lot of a lot of movies these days seem more like a series of sketches than a just straightforward flowing narrative you know when you if it was a sketch movie that'd be one thing but like let, let's let's compare the ghostbusters 2016 movie my biggest problem with that movie was that it wasn't a flowing story it was just like a series of sketches kind of put together and then all of a sudden the end was happening. You know, it, it wasn't, they had a story and they just didn't really tell it. They just kind of had scenes, you know. Meanwhile, Afterlife, which just came out, you know, you didn't have to like the movie. Not everyone did. I liked it, but you may not, and that's fine. It was a A to B story. You know, there's twists and all that, but it wasn't like things just, whoop, announced the end. You know, like, whoop, and now this guy's the, we got to fight this guy and that's the end of the movie. It wasn't like that. You know, other movies have done that too. Um, that's just a common complaint I have in movies lately. And the, that last Michael Bay movie, I forget, The Last Night, that was its name. That was just a series of scenes, you know, and it was the worst performing movie they've done. The 07 movie, which started all the live action movies being a big force in movies for the mainstream audiences for all its faults was a completely what you go to a movie for you come there you get the setup you get the plot you get the adventure you get the big final act it was all one flowing story it was a satisfying movie for a mainstream audience they didn't go into it expecting citizen kane they went to go see a big spectacle that had that was good you know it was an entertaining movie and then, you know, Revenge of the Fallen came out and it made a buttload of money. So, of course, it got a sequel. But everyone said, Mal, that was not as good. Dark of the Moon was a course correction, you know. And, you know, up until Bumblebee, that was my favorite one of the Transformers movies. That everyone coming out was like, yeah, that's more like it. You know, they may not have liked, you know, there's a lot of people who didn't like the movie just because they, the movies aren't their cup of tea. But it was a better movie as opposed to Revenge of the Fallen. And then, you know, what the hell was that fourth one called? <laughs> I've known that when Mark Wahlberg came in, you know, that I'm going to be honest with you. That movie, that first Mark Wahlberg movie had a, had some good things going for it that I did like, but the overall movie, I just didn't enjoy. It was a disappointment. I wanted more Dinobots. I wanted more going in than I thought I was getting. Um, and, you know, just it didn't really deliver on everything I thought going in. I just wanted more of Dark of the Moon. You know, I thought going in, it would be, you know, three movies in, the one that everyone complained about, well, they're not going to do that series of scenes and nonsensical crap again. No, they sure did. You know, so that was disappointing, but it did have some cool stuff in it. You know, I, I like I liked Stanley Tucci's um, Earth-Made Decepticons. I know that was a sticking point for some people, but that was one of those uh, things that gets re... 
looked into every once in a while with Transformers Media. You know, you'll just occasionally have a storyline of Earthborn Transformers, or in this case, man-made ones. And they still came alive and sentient uh, for whatever means. You know, that's, that's an interesting plot point you know obviously you don't want the whole thing being that but that that was cool um to me anyway you know obviously if you don't like it whatever it's not that important if we agree but then that last night came along and i'm still not exactly sure what i watched you know it was just a bunch of scenes um and you know I don't know if a better pass on the editing room would have fixed that or not. I will say, watching that fourth movie, what was that called? <laughs> I have I realize now I've completely forgotten what the fourth movie was called. It'll it'll probably come to me after I stopped recording and all that, and maybe and someone will definitely point it out to me. But I, I just, Transformers Four that's its name, I guess. <laughs> Age of Extinction. Yeah, I figured it out. It took me it took me five minutes of talking about it to remember its name. Age of Extinction. You know. Age of Extinction, if you watch the TV edit, it's a little better. Like that tightening it up, the you know, cleaning up some time for the hour the, the time frame allowed, the taking out some of the excess for content or whatever. It did make it a little better. Like I, I was watching it. Actually, I remember it was a couple of years ago, and I was wrapping Christmas presents, which I'm going to do after I stop recording the show, um, and it was on FX, and I just was like, okay, whatever, and I found myself enjoying it more, you know, something about that TV edit. I haven't watched the TV edit of uh, The Last Night yet. I, I just haven't, you know, if it's on and there's nothing else I want to watch on, I might, you know, I... It's really, it's disappointing to me, you know, obviously I really got a big love for the Transformers brand, it's a lifelong hobby of mine, it sucks when you're disappointing in something so much that you don't want to do it again, you know, there's been stuff I've been disappointed in, and I still revisited that movie, I, I haven't wanted to, you know, I have no desire to ever watch that movie again, I got some of the toys, I loved Cogman, you know, he... And when, when I say I loved Cogman, I liked his toy. <laughs> I liked his toy. You know, a lot of people said they really loved him in the movie. I, I found him unnecessary. I didn't really like him in the movie. But there was stuff I did like in the movie, just not enough of it. And I'm not sitting here crapping on it. But when Bumblebee came out, man, that was a course correction. They fixed it. You know, it got back to what it needed to be. In fact, it was that Transformers movie I think most of us wanted to begin with all along. And that was such... A breath of fresh air and such a just pleasant movie. And once again, it, it had its faults. It's not the perfect movie. Like I said, we're not watching uh, Citizen Kane or someone give me another movie to compare it with. But we're not watching Farce Gump. We're watching a big special effects extravaganza. So the fact that you can walk out of it saying, yeah, that was good. You're good. You know, you might come out being excited. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I can't. I want to see that again. You might do that. Or you might be like, yeah, I can't wait to get that on video. You know, you're going, as long as you didn't come out going, man, <laughs> you know, like, <sighs> that, that, that sigh you only make when you're certain and disappointed. And, you know, I, my wife went to see it with me. 
And not at one point, not at one point watching Bumblebee, did I look over and see her go, like playing with her phone or just like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, not not one point. She watched, we came out, she's like, yeah, that one was good. You know, she's like, yeah, I like that one. And that's, that's a, that's what I, that's what I want to come out. I want to be happy with a movie. I had such a good time buying Bumblebee toys. I was I was having a great time with my hobby and the franchise I love so much with this new movie, you know. And that's all I want out of Rise of the Beasts. I I'm not going in expecting the best movie of all time. I'm going in wanting a satisfactory movie. I want to be satisfied because I'm about to spend, you know, I I don't think it's going to come to premium on demand or anything like a lot of movies have been. Lately, I think it's going to be in theaters only for a while, and I'll go see it in the theaters. Absolutely, it, I'm going to spend fifty bucks watching this thing. I want to be happy. <laughs> I don't think that's too much to ask. And from what I've seen from the trailers and such so far, I'm already happy going in. You know, it's it's cool. It looks great. I like the way it looks. I like the, of course, I like the Beast Wars characters. I like. The traditional characters being used as well. The Terracons are bad guys in this one. And before we go in going, G1 and G1, it's not G1 the movie. It's not even the first time they've reused names on something else. It's not the first time Terracons have been slapped on another team. It is what it is. I'm going in here thinking, hey, those Terracons look really cool. And that's what I'm thinking going in. You know, if this is an adaption of a prior existing show, it sure is similar. It sure is similar to Robots in the Skies. The 2001 Robots in the Skies show. You got a mixture of vehicle vehicle based transformers. You got a mixture of Pardon me. I had a phone call interrupt me. That was rude phone. It, it was a spam risk according to the caller ID. I, I'm not answering that. I'll just delete the voicemail. But it's got a lot in common with that 2001 Robots in the Sky show or Car Robots. You might know it if you're if you watch Car Robots first. It's a mixture of traditional Autobots and Decepticons and Beast Wars characters. It's got that and it's got that in common to me. Obviously, it's not an adaption of that either. Don't don't go in thinking Skybite's going to be flying around spouting off haikus or anything. That's what it makes me think of. And once again, something I really liked, you know. So I'm going into this right now excited. And I see all the toys getting leaked out and the ones that are, the pictures are being officially released and the ones getting leaked out unofficially. And I'm saying, yes, I'm there. I want this. This is what I want. Um, now I, maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't. I've seen more enthusiasm for it than against it, though. And going in also, I've seen a lot of people saying, even the ones that are like, I'm not, no high hopes at all for this movie. People are saying that movie's probably not going to be great. They're still saying, but the toys look cool. So in some way or another, this is going to be a fun um, Transformers thing. You know, this movie and its toy line and whatever comes with it. Um, I, I really like it's it's in Japan. They call it media mix. And I really like that term. Um, I don't really know what we call it in America, but and but I really like it when 
something comes out like a big, you got a big movie coming out and it's got a bunch of toys and like merchandise and like licensing, like, you know, I don't, I, I think it came out early by accident or just someone got a picture of it, like the coffee mug with the Maximals from the movie on it, uh, stuff like that. You know, I, when the first, uh, 07 movie came out, there was a Burger King's kid, Burger King kids meal. Uh, there was like Mountain Dew bottles with Bumblebee on it, you know, stuff like that. There's just random going to Target's dollar spot. And there's like drawstring backpacks with Autobot symbols on it. Just odd stuff like that. And then there's like these weird little sh web shorts and commercials and they're just everywhere. And I love that, you know, star, I grew up with star Wars and, I remember when the prequels came out and I was so excited and I, I, I was in college and I worked at, I worked at this crappy office max store. I I've mentioned it before. And I remember a cashier who was younger than me was like, I don't get what's the big deal. And I was like, for a lot of us, star Wars was everywhere. And then it just wasn't anymore. So seeing it everywhere once again, is just awesome for us. And I don't know, it's been 20 something years since then. So I don't know if that person understands it now with the newer Disney movies or whatnot, but I've always liked that, you know, Batmania in the summer of 1989, the Tim Burton's Batman movie came out. Batman was everywhere. There was toys, there was, you know, candy. I remember going on a road trip to see my grandma, you know, she lived in the state over and we, we went there and, you know, you stop at a gas station to get snacks and those little stupid plastic heads full of garbage candy. I got a Batman one. I don't, I'd probably still have that thing somewhere, you know, stuff like that. They're just everywhere. Greeting card, you know, it's Va Valentine's day is coming up. Let's think about after Christmas here. Valentine's day is right next. There'll be all those Valentine's and all that. The big movies will have Valentine's Day cards. They're just, it's everywhere. And I love that stuff. I love the, you know, going into the movie, we can assume the big bad guy's going to die. It doesn't matter. He's still having adventures in kids' books and all this other stuff. I loved all that stuff, the video games, the everything. And that's super exciting for me going into this. I, I mentioned a few minutes ago how Revenge of the Fallen disappointed a lot of us we a lot of us were unhappy with that it still made a ton of money it had that it had another burger king kids promotion it had a really good burger king hamburger uh the barbecue stecticon or whatever they call it that was a good burger you know i ate too many of those way too many that's not good for you <laughs> but i i loved it it was just it, it was just a barbecue uh double cheeseburger all things people like you know, um, it was just good. And, you know, I, to this day, to this day, I'm sure I've brought it up here before the Bumblebee Snickers bar. Why haven't they brought that back? That was like the best candy bar in the world. They had, uh, Transformers M&Ms. They were peanut butter and jelly flavored M&Ms. They were pretty, pretty good too. But, um, this is Bumblebee's Snickers. It was a Bumblebee-themed Snickers bar. It had a yellow packaging, not too unlike the peanut butter Snickers, but it was not the same. It was literally just a Snickers bar, but the nougat was dyed yellow. That was it. That was the only difference. I love that thing. 
And not just because I'm stupid. I mean, maybe I am. But it wasn't just because I'm crazy for Transformers. I, I've mentioned this before, and other people have agreed with me. Maybe you don't. It's okay. You know, when you buy something, a crazy colored food product, it's like, tastes a little different. Like, whatever that food dye they use in these things, they put some extra sugar in it or something. Like, you know, if I make something at home and I just put food color in it, it doesn't taste any different. It's just funky colored. But if I, like, say, say I buy a thing of cake frosting, a vanilla cake frosting, and I just take some food dye in the pantry. You know that box? We all have it in our pantry. It's that little cardboard box with a couple of little vials of food color. You put a little drop or two in there and mix it up. It's blue now. It tastes exactly the same. If I go to that aisle in the grocery store where they have all the, like, the Duncan Hines and Pillsbury and whatever, Betty Crocker cake mixes, and they have that the colored cake frostings for fun cakes and colors, and I buy a blue can of that frosting, it tastes different to me. There's something in that. There's something, and it tastes really good. Well, that Bumblebee Snickers was the same freaking thing. It tasted a million times better to me than a normal one. Something in that nougat, maybe like maybe it's just some more sugar, you know. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have ate so many because it's... It's not good for me, but I ate so many of those because it tasted like heaven to me. I remember I stockpiled them like they, as these things do when it was over and they were no longer on the shelves at gas stations or Walgreens or whatever, but I went into the Dollar Tree and they had a ton of them and I bought all of them and I had Bumblebee Snickers for too long. I... I the last one was eaten with sadness, and I, I never I never found any more, and I ate weight. <laughs> I put on some weight <laughs> eating these stupid yellow Snickers bars, but stuff like that, you know. Uh, hey, um, Snickers bars. Um, sure would be cool if y'all made a Bumblebee Snickers for Rise of the Beast. Maybe it could be a Cheetor. Oh man. A Cheetor Snickers bar. That would be amazing. But, you know, this this is just stuff I, I love. I love this stuff. You know, the last night, as bad as it was, Sonic had that cool slushy promotion. And those were good slushies. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like, it's just everywhere. And I love it so much. I almost, when it comes to these things, like, I'm almost looking forward to that more than the movie itself because I have so much fun with this stuff. I mean, I, I know some people get bothered by all the commercialism and all that, but it, once again, it's, it is what it is where this movie is a, a feature length commercial for toys, you know, going into it, you kind of, you gotta have that expectation of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching pure commercialism in form. This whole franchise is commercials, you know. I, I, I am very well aware that I have a almost 40-year-old love of a half-hour toy commercial. I, I know this going in. And I'm okay with it, you know. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really hoping Rise of the Beasts is thoroughly enjoyable. Like I said, I if the movie is not so great, but it's good enough, that's all I'm asking. If it's amazing, 
no problem. I'm not going to complain. If this is like the best movie I've ever seen, cool. I, I, I'm not expecting that. <laughs> you know, I awesome. <laughs> Let do that. Be the best movie I've ever seen. I would love that. I'm not saying I don't want, want it to be a good movie. I'm saying, saying I'm already going in expecting this may not be that great. But as long as it's okay, I'll be happy. If it's anything like Bumblebee, I'll be really happy. I still love watching Bumblebee. I really like that movie. It had its faults. It was not a perfect movie. I was thoroughly happy with it. And I still, I still love that movie. That was a great, that's what I wanted from Transformers as a movie to begin with. And I knew I wasn't going to get it. I knew it was going to be a giant special effects extravaganza. You, you can't go into something like that not thinking it's going to be that. Bumblebee was perfect for me. I love Bumblebee. Still do. Still, when it, you know, I've got the DVD. Or is it a Blu-ray? I can't, sometimes I don't bother with Blu-rays. I'll just buy a DVD. I don't care that much. But I'll watch it on in-demand. I'll watch it, you know. It'll come on FX every once in a while. Whoop sitting here watching this already. You know, I love this movie. I, I was kind of annoyed John Cena was in it and watched it. You know what? I'm not annoyed anymore. I like, I liked his, I liked him in this movie. You know, I liked him in this movie. You know, I liked everyone in this movie. I was really happy with that movie. So I'm just hoping Rise of the Beast is more like that. And if it's more like uh, Dark of the Moon or the 07 movie, I'll be okay with that too. If it's like the other ones, no big loss. I just I'm going into this excited and I can tell a lot of people are too. And that's awesome. It's really cool um, to see everyone excited for something excited for a movie. You know, it's awesome for that. Cause most of us kind of go in a little, little hesitant. We're like, eh, it is what it is. We're excited for it. a lot of people. There's fan art and it, just talking about just a trailer, just the trailer and a couple of sneak peeks of merchandise. There's fan art already. You know, Transformers is going through a time of positivity right now. And, you know, it's not realistic for that to be an ongoing thing. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be, sometimes this is not going to be as good as others. And that's just the way things are going to go. Right now, there is an overwhelming amount of positivity with the toys and the media or, um, Earthspark, I forgot his name for a minute. Earthspark came out on Paramount Plus uh, last month. Mostly glowing reactions. I've seen some people who didn't like it, and that's fine. You don't, Not everyone has to like it. I really liked it, but I'll say, admitting, there's some things I didn't like. I, The animation models and animation sometimes didn't really gel with me. I, I don't like some of the faces. I really don't like Optimus' face. Optimus's face. I like his design, but when they... His face, even with the mouth played up, just does not work for me, you know. Um, I don't like everything about it. You know, the show's got a different focus. It focuses more on the human characters. That normally doesn't... I'm sorry, I got distracted. Uh, my kitten was yelling for me. <laughs> you got a kitten calling for it. You stop what you're doing and see if it's okay. But... You know, the human characters have more of a focus on this. And that a lot of people really don't like that sort of thing. And that's okay. It doesn't bother me so much, though I will say they do get a little grating sometimes. Not not because it's a focus on humans, just there's a point where you've just kind of, okay, can we do something or these kids? <laughs> you know, I'm not saying the show's perfect. 
but overwhelmingly it's had a really positive reaction from people and i really like it i like the premise i like the setting i like everything just like i'd like a little more robot focus and the show episodes that do have more robot focus than the others are better episodes to me so the episodes i don't like as much as others i still enjoy you know that's great it's cool to see that the cartoon a movie the toy line. Um, that's a po- everything's positive so far. The comics, I think, are refreshing. You know, um, I'm saying refreshing as in the brand as a whole. Uh, they're getting a new distributor, or new publisher, so it's all kind of going through a restart process. So I don't know what the comics will be like. It seemed like they ended with IDW on a high note. I won't make any. Uh, qualms about it. I haven't really read the last years of IDW. I just kind of fell out of it. Comic books and me are an on and off again thing. I don't, you know, comic books are something I spent my youth reading nonstop. As an adult, I'm on and off again. And that's not a criticism of it as a whole. It's just I, I just don't read them all the time. That's all that is. Uh, but what I did read of IDW, I really liked, you know, even during the years when it wasn't so great, quote unquote. Um, I really, you know, like I said, I haven't, haven't really had any complaints about it. I'd like to, I need to get some trade paperbacks of some of that stuff while I can. I, I didn't get any of the Beast Wars series. I'd like to get the trade paperbacks of that. Um, I'm kind of curious about Shattered Glass. Um, I need to get that 84 comic. I kind of, I was wanting to get the Transformers 84 comic and it was coming out when the pandemic happened and somehow in my mind, I thought it got canceled and <laughs> so it came out and I was unaware. So I need to get that just because, you know, when it comes to Transformers comics, the old Marvel run, the Marvel G2, and um, then the name has escaped me, the return to G1 comic that they did for a while in IDW with Simon Furman and company doing a follow-up. Uh, what was that called? You know, I enjoy that. That's my favorite when it comes to Transformers comics. So 84, um, is that what it's called? Anyway, that one goes right along with it. I'll, I'll get that, you know. It, it may not be as good or may not be what I'm expecting, but it goes along with those. That's the stuff I like best when it comes to comics. Um, everyone really liked More to Meets the Eye. Everyone liked, you know, they did good, you know what I mean? Um, at the end of the day, it's just business. They're going with another publisher. That's how these things go. I hope this new publisher, I their name um i hope they do a good job with it i'll check them out you know i'll i'll read it sometimes um but my focus is things like cartoons and all that you know i got all those old manga i love reading those but they kind of tie into the cartoons i think you get what i'm saying um it's a really positive time right now and that's super refreshing so i really hope rise of the beast is an overall positive experience after it comes out because that would really suck if we spend the next couple of months excited for something and then we just get a pie in the face. You know, that, that hope. So hopefully we don't have that happen. It's Christmas. I've talked about that at the beginning of the show before I started ranting about uh, <laughs> the movie coming up and stuff. Um, I want to talk about some Christmas stuff. Um, 
hope hope you want to hear me talk about Christmas stuff because you're listening to this show. If you don't, I guess you could just stop it. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't. I won't know you did. But let's talk about Christmas here. I I do love Christmas. I know I haven't spent half the year focusing on it like I did another holiday. I'm making myself not even say it just for the fact that I say it all year long. It's Christmas. So let's focus on Santa. But we're all thinking about it. <laughs> we're all thinking. Of, I'm making myself not watch the old cartoons. Not till January. But I do love Christmas. And Christmas is a fun time. This actually this past weekend. Uh, my town and the town around me. They put up. There are a lot of uh, houses put up lights. And if you know where to go. They'll put up lists of people who've submitted their houses, their addresses to go visit these houses. They do it for the other holiday I really like. Um, and they do it for Christmas. And so the wife and I, and we took my mom, we went out and looked at lights. We went out for several hours, GPSing all these addresses and just looking at them. And we went out a little later. So a lot of them were, uh, they turned their lights off. So we'll do it again, maybe uh, Christmas Eve night or something. Just go out, look at some more lights and go out a little earlier. We went out a little later. Uh, just it's, it's so busy shopping and doing everything. It was my mother's birthday, too. So we were like, we got barbecue and we ate and just had a good time and watched. We watched. I probably watched. I forgot what we watched. We watched a some sort of Christmas cartoon. And, you know, we just had a good time and went out and look at these lights. And it's so fun. We had Christmas music playing. And there's this one house we go to. Where it's, I don't know how much money these people have, but it's more than I do. They have a very large yard and a very pretty house. And it's in a very expensive neighborhood. And they set up this huge display that you can walk through. And, you know, we, we walked through that and took it all in. It was awesome, you know. And there's this other one where they do the programmed light show where they have a sequence to music and all that. And you can have a sign up saying, put your radio on this station and you get the music in your car. And we sat and watched a couple of shows. They did a great one set to the theme to Christmas vacation with the lights all in sequence. It was really cool. Stuff like that is super impressive to me. So hopefully everything goes according to plan and Christmas Eve, we'll be able to take in some more lights. Maybe, maybe some of the same, maybe, other ones, I don't know, you know, it's, it's cool. It's really pretty, you know, get, go get a hot chocolate or some Starbucks or something and just enjoy it. And, you know, I just mentioned a part about Christmas. that's not so fun. A lot of people like doing it, but it's, it's work and it's a hassle and that's the shopping, you know, it's with, I keep wanting to say liquidation, inflation being what it is, things Things are kind of tight as it is for a lot of us, but that's just life. You know, it'll, it'll get better. But when you got to buy a thousand extra things in a month, it sure does make it a little tighter and it gets stressful. And you go to the stores like, sure, sure. Everyone orders everything on Amazon and everything now. And we do. I've ordered plenty on Amazon every holiday season, this one included. But you want to know what? Still at Walmart for a couple extra hours or everyone's still at the stores. You know, it's not like. No matter how what people say about they buy everything online, you'll see them at a Target for a couple hours 
at, you know, on a Saturday buying stuff and there's just crowds and it's stressful and it's your patience starts getting really short because you just want to punch somebody uh, and it's your, you're already like, oh God, how am I, what else do I need to get? Just get out of my way, <laughs> you know, and you're getting tired and you're frustrated and you're, and you're stressed because there's just a couple of extra grand leaving your bank account, you know, and it's just, it's, but it's good. It's like a good stress. It's like a happy stress. Like you're, you're you know, you, you watch, you watch a war movie and they watch this, they, they go through this war and it's grueling and it's bloody and there's hard times and they get through it. And at the end of it, everyone's cheering. We made it. Yeah, we won. Yeah. Victory. And that's, that's what it, at the end of the day, after you did this hard month of doing all this, it's a good time. Uh, and obviously it's not the same as going to war, but that's the best analogy I could come up with. Even as hard as it can get, it's just this big rush of excitement and you're going through all this because you you love these people you're buying this stuff for you know you you want to you want to want to get them something and you know if you got them something that kind of sucked you kind of feel bad about it because you you wanted to do it you know you you wanted to do it you wanted to be this way you want you went through this for a reason and that's part of the christmas season i like to i really like to watch old christmas cartoons um, that's when I watch, when I'm celebrating Christmas, you know, well, there's the classic movies. There's like, everyone watches, you know, it's a wonderful life and home alone and stuff like that. National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. That's a big one in my family or Ernest saves Christmas. That's another big one for me, you know, stuff like that. It's wonderful. And of course, when we say, Old cartoons, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty. Uh, big ones in my house are Emmett Otter's Jug Band, um, The Christmas Toy. You know, these are these are classics. Uh, one my wife and I make sure we watch several times a year, each year is the Masters of the Universe, the He-Man Hawk Christmas Special. I almost said it. I'm thinking of... Next month I'll be talking about it again. <laughs> I almost said, did you guys catch it? But the the He Man and She-Ra Christmas special that we love that one, um, not because it's good, because it's hilarious. You know, I, I you guys know I love my He Man. That Christmas special is is something else. There's nothing nothing better than Skeletor just losing it at the end of the show and going on rants. And at the end of the day. We all want to be He-Man going into Christmas, but, but when you're at that Target on Saturday and you've had two hours of sleep and you're exhausted and you're you're like, oh, man, I hope I get the power bill paid and all this stuff next to you, you're Skeletor. We're all Skeletor by the end of the special. But stuff like that, and there's this old Ninja Turtles Christmas special that is gruelingly bad. Uh, I watch it. <laughs> I watch it, no. but that's not it. I really like to watch these old ones like Fleischer and Paramount Studios and stuff. They make these older Christmas cartoons. Disney has a lot of them. Um, of course, a lot of them are on things like Disney Plus and other streaming, but just get on YouTube and put in like classic Christmas cartoons. You'll see playlists. 
you know, they're, they're so fun. There's this one where uh, it's an orphanage and the kids are all like, yay, it's Christmas. And they, then they run downstairs and of course they got the cheap toys. So they all break and they're all crying and sad. And they go back to the room, their room to go back to bed. And this old inventor guy drives by and hears those kids crying and he, and he goes inside and he makes them a ton of toys with what they have in the house. And he dresses up like Santa and they all come out and play with all the toys and they have this great old time. And they're singing like Christmas time and now it's here. Or there's this one Rudolph cartoon that's, I think it actually predates the old uh, stop motion one where it's a cartoon of Rudolph. And instead of what you're used to seeing, he's like ice skating with all the other reindeer and they pick on him and things go wrong and he actually puts his stocking up for Santa to come visit him and Santa's having a hard time seeing in the fog and sees that red nose and asks Rudolph to come with him and they they go to like bunny town and give bunnies toys and stuff like that and he comes back and they're all like yay Rudolph you know it's 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 the same story but told differently or all these cool old fun cartoons I love those you know and then with Disney, there's, you know, there's the ones that are like, like when Mickey and Pluto chop down a tree to be their Christmas tree, but Chip and Dale are in it and they, they end up going back and forth with Pluto over and over and stuff like that. Those are great. There's one, there's this one that's not necessarily a Christmas cartoon, but it doesn't feel right not to watch it at Christmas. It's where it's a snow day and Donald goes out, Donald Duck goes out to play in the snow and Huey, Dewey, and Louie are out there, and they get in this huge snowball fight. That one's great. My favorite part of that is Donald goes, sees it, and he's like, oh, boy, snow. I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> I can't do a Donald Duck impersonation, and so I'm not going to try, but you know the voice. He's like, oh, boy, snow. And he goes running out to the sled, and he's, got his, he's pulling the sled behind him, and he's got this ridiculously big coat on. That's You know when you got, we've all got that shirt that's too big. But it doesn't just, it's not long on you. It makes like a bell. It does that thing. And suddenly you look a lot rounder because of this ridiculously bell-shaped shirt <laughs> that you have. And he's, his coat is like that. I think we've all had a coat that did the same where you zip it up and suddenly you are much more big looking than you were before because of this stupid coat. Well, his coat is like that. It's a big furry winter coat. And he's pulling his sled and he's singing and he's singing Jingle Bells. Actually, I guess it is supposed to be a Christmas show if he's singing Jingle Bells. But he's walking up and he goes, Jingle Bells. Jing and he jumps up on a tree branch and rings himself in a coat like a bell. And that cracks me the F up. I'm watching my language because there is no way I can't curse laughing watching this show. It's, it's hilarious when he does that. The rest of the cartoon's funny. You know, they're snowball fighting. And there's a point where the snowball fight becomes murder attempts. Like they're, they're trying to kill each other by the end of this cartoon. But when he jumps up and does that bell thing, I pee myself. It's so funny. Even to this day, no matter how many millions of times I've seen that, it's still just as funny. You know, there's all these just great uh, classic cartoons. And of course, Muppets Christmas Carol, you know, that's, that's like a timeless classic. That is the best version of Christmas Carol, I think. You know, we all watch A Christmas Story at Christmas. Or like a lot of us, it'll be on, I think it's TNT for like 24 hours. 
and I'll get in several watchings of it. It'll just be on the channel because you're doing other things. You know, you're you're unwrapping presents, you're eating dinner, you got family over, stuff like that. The TV's just on in the background, you know, so that's a great thing to just put it on. You know, a lot of times people say that. Why do they have it on for 24 hours? Well, you're not watching it. It's just on. And when you are watching, you're kind of napping because you're, you had a big dinner and it puts you to sleep, stuff like that, you know, or that's why these holiday marathons are so great because you can just put it on in the background and whoever is watching TV has something in theme to watch or, you know, a lot of times with these holidays, something like Sci-Fi Channel or whatever, I'll just have a Twilight Zone marathon. It's something that everyone likes, and it's just a good safe bet because they know no one's watching. Let's don't put a first-run episode of The Walking Dead on on Christmas. They're not going to do that, but they'll put on reruns of, like, Twilight Zone or put Elf on for 24 hours or something because, like, people are going to watch this. You know, they're going to watch it, you know, but they're not going to pay a lot of attention. And that's perfect. You know, I was just talking about Christmas Story. They put out a recently another Christmas Story sequel, but this one was good. <laughs> you know, they there's the original sequel, uh, and I forget the name of it, but it's where Ralphie's family goes on summer vacation. Uh, you know, actually, that Christmas Story comes from an ongoing series uh, by Gene Shepard, the narrator of the movie. Um an ongoing series about Ralphie and the whole family. But they did make a movie sequel to A Christmas Story because it was popular, and it just kind of went under the radar. It it just did, you know. Um, marketing, naming, you name it. Whatever the reason was, it just kind of went under the radar. And then uh, about a good 10 or so years ago, they made a direct-to-video Christmas Story Part 2. And Ralphie was a teenager now, and they kind of... They tried to recreate the magic zone, but it was pretty low budget. And it it's watchable, to be honest with you. I didn't watch it when it first came out, but I remember it was actually a Christmas night uh, one year. And I was lounging in bed after everything and just kind of flipping the channels because I'd unseen Christmas Story like six times in a row at that point. And Christmas Story 2, I think it was on TNT or oh, Spike. Yeah, it was on Spike. And I was like, yeah, why not? And I watched it and I didn't hate it. You know, Gary Chalk, Optimus Primal, from our earlier conversation about Beast Wars, he played Santa in the movie. That was, that was fun. But it was not terrible. It just wasn't great. It was watchable. But they just put out, oh, it's on HBO Plus, HBO Max, I always want to call it HBO Plus. A Christmas Story Story. Oh, I'm sorry. A Christmas Story Christmas where Ralphie is now an adult. It's all the same cast. It's pretty much the same cast except for Mom. Uh, Mom is played by someone else whose name I cannot remember. Uh, I think she was I think she was the lady in Airplane, the stewardess. But everyone else is pretty much the same cast except for the new characters. And, you know, dear old dad, uh, spoiler alert, Darren McGavin passed away some time ago. So Ralphie's in town to spin... Christmas at home with his family and a lot of the old gang gets to better get together and it's you see here it is and you're like oh again you're thinking this can't be great but I was surprisingly happy with it like that was a much better movie than I thought it would be you know it started off a little rough um but it was it had its bittersweet moments it had its 
touching moments and they have points where it was just hilarious you know it's not the same movie it's it's a new movie following up on an old movie uh that's that i don't know if that'll be a christmas tradition of mine going forward but that was definitely christmas i've enjoyed so far another thing about christmas i suggest to you is watch the guardians of the galaxy christmas special or holiday special that's on disney plus and it's a lot of fun i i I usually get an advent calendar to open all month on Christmas at Christmas time. And it's usually the Lego Star Wars uh, advent calendar because I love Star Wars. Um, past two years, I haven't been able to get it. And then, you know, some years I do skip it. Some years I just don't feel like doing an advent calendar. Um, but the past two years, I've been circumvented to getting it. Last year, they were sold out before I could get one. This year, I was waiting until Thanksgiving weekend to buy one. There was plenty of them there. I go to buy one. They're all sold out. So I'm like, you know what? There's the Guardians of the Galaxy one. I'll get that this year. I'll do that because the past so many years, I've noticed the Marvel ones. And I just like, you know, I do my Star Wars. Last year, I ended up, my wife ordered me one off of Amazon. It was a robot uh, advent calendar with these off-brand building blocks where you built components of the robots throughout the month and by the end of the month you had two giant combiner team robots it was an oddball brand um i didn't get to finish it because almost every day was missing parts and they didn't have instructions <laughs> or anything so i got a few days out of it and by halfway through the month i gave up but this month, this year, I got my Guardians of the Galaxy one. But by the way, it's really sweet of my wife to get that for me. We were all kind of like, dang it, we're <laughs> hoping to see these robots combined. <laughs> but this Guardians of the Galaxy one ties into that special. And I've been having a lot of fun with it. If you follow me on social media, um, you know, the links are on zonebase.org. There's at Robo Rob Springer on uh, Twitter, and that links back to my uh, TikTok where I straight up make them and I share it from there on Instagram at Rubble Rub Springer and stuff like that. I've been doing a daily post each day of me opening this calendar. So if you follow me on any of my social media, you'll be sure to see that. I've been having a lot of fun with it. The thing with these advent calendars is not every day is a good one. Some days you get something really cool. And then some days you just get something kind of like, okay. Like, you know, I had, I got rocket raccoon and then I got a big ass gun for a rocket to use. But in between, I got like some odd tools for rocket to use, like a piece of dynamite and a wrench. That's not as great, but not every day is going to be a rocket day. Some days it's just going to be a table of food because they're having a Christmas party. They need to eat something. So some days a table of food. That's what I got today actually was a table with refreshments on it. Not as cool. Not too bad, but that's a nice way of me saying, hey, check me out on social media. Twitter, a lot of people say Twitter's dying. It hasn't. <laughs> um, you know, to be fair, I've been saying Twitter is dying for a very long time now, but I don't think this is what's going to kill it. Um, you can check me out there at RoboRob Springer. I, I plug my TikTok, but I can never remember the name of it. I think it's at Rob from ZoneBase. Uh, of course, Robo Rob Springer on Instagram. Uh, if you go to zonebase.org, I have links there to follow me on my social media that I share. Um, if you see me on groups and Facebook, say hi. Uh, but I do keep that one a little private because there's family and all that. Yeah, that's why that one's for me. Um, but that's a nice way of me saying thanks, every one of you, for listening. 
I just told you how to find me on social media. Of course, the site is zonebase.org. You can find it at www.zonebase.org. You don't have to put the W's in there, but it'd be wonderfully old school if you did. Um, check me out there for all the stuff I'm doing. It's Christmas time, so the site's festive. <laughs> um, and I hope you're having a great Christmas. This podcast is not published uh through my own means. I publish it through the TF Radio Network. And that can be found at tfradio.net. It's Radio Free Cybertron. You already know how to listen to that. But if you went to that site, you'd find all their shows and showtimes, as well as the various means that Brian Kilby would love it if you looked at uh, to help support the network. So check that out if you feel like it. I know he would really appreciate it. While you're there at tfradio.net and once again, please check out zonebase.org. I don't ask anything of you other than that you share it with your friends. If you like what I'm doing, if you enjoy the content that I produce in my little podunk site and ratchet podcast I make in my living room with a tablet, if you, appreci- if you like that what I do, I would really appreciate it if you share it with your friends. That's all I ask. Share it with your friends. You know, I, I don't have to be IGN. I don't have to be Adam DeWoo. I'm not trying to be an influencer or a giant name. But I like if people saw it. I like if people read it. So if, and obviously it's a niche thing. It's just, it's just kind of, it's got its own range of interest that people that would want to check it out. But as long as people that would want to check it out do, I'm happy. And that's all I ask. If you like what I'm doing, please share with your friends. And I thank you so much for checking it out too. Thanks so much for listening. You know, I hope everyone has a happy and merry Christmas. I hope you have a great new year. And, you know, I, I hate the joke too, but I will be, see you guys next year. <laughs> I will be back next year on a brand new episode of this here podcast, Transform Squadron, which is the podcast, thezonebase.org. Thanks, guys. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.